This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. It's Wednesday, November 25th, and it's our last show this holiday week. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Here's how we're making you smarter today. Best-selling author Michael Lewis on why a smooth transfer of power matters. But first, Black Friday in a pandemic is today's one big thing. For many of us, Thanksgiving is going to look different. And so is another American ritual this week, and that's Black Friday. That's the traditional kickoff to holiday shopping. We're used to seeing hordes of people busting down doors of big box stores to score a cheap TV or a PlayStation. But how is all of this going to work this year? With me now is Axios' managing editor of business, Asia Moore. So Asia, Black Friday isn't really even a Friday this year. Absolutely. I think that was a trend that was starting before the pandemic, but has definitely continued this year. Black Friday isn't just one day. It started weeks before. You can go into a store and online right now and find the same deals that you'd be looking for lining up the day after Thanksgiving. And what about shoppers? Do they have as much money to spend this year? One of the most interesting things that's going to come out of this season is that the consumer is in a lot better shape than I think we expected at the beginning of the pandemic. And credit scores or the amount of money that people are saving has gone up quite a bit. There's obviously a big segment of the population who is going through a different experience. But for those who have jobs and are able to work, they are not spending money on eating breakfast every day and putting gas in the car to get to work on a weekly basis. So they have disposable income to spend on themselves. And we think we're going to see a lot of guilt giving as well. People who want to make themselves feel better. They want to make their family feel better going through this terrible time. And they're going to do that through shopping. I wonder what you're thinking consumers need to keep in mind as we're kind of going into this holiday shopping season? Well, I think there's a lot of people who are procrastinators. I count myself as one of them. There's been a lot of pressure on the delivery system. I think that that's going to intensify over the holiday season. You know, you can't just <laughs> hop online and buy things two days before and expect them to be delivered on time. Asia Moore is Axios's managing editor of business, and she's making her Axios Today debut. Thank you, Asia. Thank you. I look forward to doing it again. We'll be back in 15 seconds with why presidential transitions are so important to everyday American life. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome back to Axios Today. The presidential transition has formally started, but President-elect Joe Biden and his incoming administration have lost 20 days in the process. 
And when we talk about transitioning to a new president, we're not just talking about the White House and a butler moving around furniture. We're talking about a complete transition of power inside the federal government. That's why I wanted to talk to Michael Lewis. He's a journalist, best-selling author, and host of the Pushkin podcast, Against the Rules. And his most recent book, The Fifth Risk, takes a deep look inside these recent transitions of power and why the arcane workings of the federal government actually matter. Michael, I wonder if we can start with the most recent transition and what that looked like four years ago, because I think understanding that helps lay out what we're witnessing today. You spent a lot of time talking to government workers about how they were preparing for the transition four years ago to President Trump. Can you give us a sense of what was involved? Sure. And your point is well taken, that people think when they think transition, they think the White House. They don't realize that, no, actually it's the entire federal government is being handed over. So there are these briefing books. You walk in and let's say you're taking over the nuclear arsenal. There's a dude in a room who's been managing the nuclear arsenal. And there are these books that you've created to explain to the people who are going to take over from you how you've been doing it. And so what had happened four years ago that was so peculiar was that I, a journalist, could walk into any one of these departments, find something that was actually critical, like the feeding of 30 million school children every day and be the first person to have received the briefing how this was done. And how does this play into what we're seeing today in terms of what Biden is walking into? There are lots of like little just practical things. I saw one just the other day. So the Biden administration is going to have to manage the pandemic. I was in the office of a friend over at University of California, San Francisco the other day. And in his office, he had, I don't know, 10,000 of these Abbott Lab rapid COVID tests. He had them because the federal government had bought the first 150 million of these things, had shipped them off to the states at a per capita basis. And the states didn't know what to do with them. And they weren't even sure they worked. So they'd sent them to UCSF to test them. And in fact, they do work very well. Now, it's one little piece of the COVID response. There are a thousand things like this. The Biden administration probably does not even know those things are out there or where they are or how they might be used. And that just, you know, that, as I say, one of a thousand things in the pandemic response, it's a little example of the kind of thing that just slips through the cracks. I think people don't think about the fact that the National Weather Service is there to provide tornado warnings. And you wrote a whole book about why this matters, The Fifth Risk, which in many ways is kind of a love letter to bureaucracy because it details all the things the federal government does, which do you think people really acknowledge? People take the progress for granted. Your weather predictions, your weather forecasts are so much better than they were a generation ago and then were better than they were the generation before that. And there's a reason for that. And the effect of that is huge. The ability to, you know, pinpoint where the hurricane is going to hit land. This is a relatively recent phenomenon. And it's driven entirely or almost entirely by the government. And we don't think, huh, who did that? And sometimes the stories are quite moving. There's a guy in the book, he's named Arthur Allen, who's in the Coast Guard, who basically invented a way to predict the way objects drift at sea, depending on the object. So if you're on a life raft versus a life preserver versus an 18-foot sailboat, enabling the Coast Guard to find thousands of people who were lost at sea that they never would have found otherwise. I mean, this is a guy who saved thousands of lives and he did it without anybody asking him to do it just because he got an interest in it while working in the government job. 
This guy's laid off as an unnecessary worker during the government shutdown. And so you have the book, yes, it is a bit of a love letter, but it didn't start that way. It started out with me just wondering, what happens if people don't show up who are going to run this place to learn what happens inside of it? We're in the middle of a pandemic. And of course, that's the number one risk, right, for Joe Biden on January 20th. But what's at the top of the list? The top of the list is whatever you're not thinking about. Because you never know what's going to happen. I promise you, if you and I sit down in four years, some things will have happened that we could never have imagined. But someone in the government is in charge of imagining it and thinking about it and preparing for it and making us slightly better at responding to it. We would do well to buttress the people in the government whose job it is to prepare us for those things. And we didn't do it in this case. Michael Lewis is a journalist, best-selling author, and he's also host of the Pushkin podcast, Against the Rules. Thank you, Michael. Thanks for having me. Just a reminder, this is our last show of the week. We'll be back on Monday after a break for Thanksgiving. And yes, we know this won't be a normal holiday. But for many of us, there will still be turkey, even if, for many of you, this is your first time cooking. Good luck. Butterball CEO Jay Jandrin was on our sister show, Axios Recap, yesterday. We're actually finding people are really latching on to this holiday. This is the one thing that really can give them some sense of normalcy and can make the year a little bit more what they'd expect. So they're actually going all in for this Thanksgiving holiday. I am. I'm trying a new turkey thigh confit recipe. I'll let you know how it goes on Twitter. I'm at Nyla Boodoo. Axios Today is brought to you by Axios and Pushkin Industries. And I am thankful for all the people who work on this program. Carol Wu, Nuria Marquez-Martinez, Kara Schillen, and Naomi Shaben. Alex Sugiyara is our mix engineer. Dan Bobkoff is our executive producer. Sarah Kehalani Gu is our executive editor. And special thanks to Axios co-founder Mike Allen. At Pushkin, our executive producers are Lital Malad and Jacob Weisberg. Thanks for listening. Have a safe Thanksgiving.